Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. You think you've got tax problems? Just be glad you're not General Electric. Oh, wait. GE didn't pay any taxes last year, did they? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Allianz, providing investment, insurance, and retirement solutions through its affiliated companies in the U.S. since 1896. AllianzUSA.com. For a unique look at all of our Marketplace business and economic sustainability coverage, visit Marketplace.org and click on the Sustainability tab. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kyle Rizdahl. Good to have you here on this Friday, everybody. It's the 25th of March today. General Electric is one of those bellwether companies that everybody likes to think represents America. It makes everything from light bulbs to jet engines. It offers financial services and healthcare diagnostics technology. Its chief executive, Jeffrey Immelt, heads the president's advisory council on jobs and competitiveness. He's a key way for the White House to reach out to the wider business community. But today, Immelt's probably wishing both he and his company were just a little less high profile. The New York Times reported this morning that GE paid no corporate taxes in the United States last year. That's on worldwide profits of $14 billion, $5 billion of it here. At this point, we should probably say it's not just GE doing this. Lots of companies know their way around the tax code. And it's totally legal, as the GE Communications Office pointed out to us today. But to paraphrase, if I might... Is what's good for General Electric good for America? Our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore reports. In the financial markets, there's no such thing as good and bad. There's only profit and loss. So we like it when General Electric is profitable. And when GE's financial subsidiary, GE Capital, needed a government bailout, that seemed fine too. But when people find out that GE didn't owe any U.S. tax last year, well, the reaction is more complicated. GE got a tax break because of GE Capital's losses. But GE isn't the only company that's aggressive about reducing its tax bill, says Richard Schmalbeck. He's a tax law professor at Duke University. I would hazard a guess that just about every uh, multinational company is engaged in some of this. GE may just be its bigger, for one thing. Schmalbeck says companies are allowed to shift the accounting of some of their profits to foreign subsidiaries, where tax rates are lower. It's legal, but that doesn't mean it's good business, says Chad Brand at Paradox Capital. He manages money for individuals. He's a fervent capitalist, but calls the tax system unfair. It's ridiculous that you're going to have some companies pay nothing, some companies pay 8%, and other companies pay 35%. Ironically, the tax code created by the federal government can hurt its own profits, says Schmalbeck at Duke. The corporate taxes have been in a long-term decline as a percentage of the total revenue, and it's now become uh, a more serious problem because we need revenue from whatever source we can find it. Most experts don't blame the companies that take advantage of tax loopholes. They blame the Byzantine tax code created in Washington. It's a system that President Obama, like his predecessors, is trying to change. Here's David Kaufman, a lawyer with Dwayne Morris. This is the system which we created. I mean, it's a bad system in some respects. GE said today it pays what it owes under the law. It did note that its tax bill will get bigger this year as GE Capital recovers. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. 
The news from the Middle East today has shifted just slightly away from Libya. Syrian troops are reported to have opened fire on anti-government protesters in Damascus, the capital city. The violence there continues what seems to be something of a pattern. Where there is significant American aid at risk, governments have been less prone to crack down. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genza reports. The U.S. sent Egypt $1.5 billion last year. It was mostly military aid. Hundreds of Egyptians were killed during the protests there, but the army didn't launch an all-out assault. Samer Shahata teaches Arab politics at Georgetown University. He says the White House made it clear that U.S. assistance would be reevaluated if the military wasn't kept in check. Of course Egyptian military officers realized that if they used massive force against the Egyptian protesters, there was going to be a consequence. But that was Egypt. Yemen and Bahrain also got U.S. aid, but just a fraction of what we give to